Welcome to Matthew's World of Wine and Drink, an educational podcast dedicated to teaching you all about the wines of the world, the different regions, the different grape varieties, the different styles of wine, and the history and culture of wine. In this final episode on spirits, we look at cocktails, which in the last 20-30 years have undergone a huge revival, and now there's a very vibrant cocktail scene across the world. Inspired by the classic cocktails created in the 19th century, but also um, lots of new inventions and um, reworkings of the classic cocktails. So what is a cocktail? Well, a cocktail is always a mixed drink, uh, traditionally of anything from sugar, water, spirits and bitters, a combination of all or some of those things. That tradition of mixing drinks together goes back centuries, especially with punch, but the modern concept of the cocktail was the early 1800s, and it's first mentioned in um, the, the first decade of century. No one's really sure where the name cocktail comes from interpreted quite literally that a cocktail was used in a mixed drink or that the colour of a cocktail may, might look like a cocktail. All sorts of different theories. Uh, one other is that the French word coquette, um is, is was used for an egg cup measure in New, New Orleans. No one's quite sure if the datings of those phrases come together, but coquette seems quite sensible that it would become cocktail in English, but that can't be proven either. Uh, there's also other Previous drinks to cocktails like slings, which come from the German word schlingen, to swallow quickly. So there's all sorts of um, background to how cocktails were first used. But it's the 19th century in the States, as uh, drinking culture really took hold in the new fledgling country, that the classic cocktails began to be uh, drunk, and we still make those today. Uh, lots of cocktails were created during Prohibition as well, as people went to speakeasies, and um, cocktails had to be used to cover up the um, low-quality spirit that was being used, the moonshine. And then these developed after the Second World War into more considered cocktails, and everything has been reinvented again. So if you go into a really good cocktail bar, you may find the cocktails divided up into the classic 19th century cocktails, the Prohibition cocktails, the post-war cocktails, and then the, the bartender's own inventions now. So let's look at some of the different cocktails, kind of going through the different spirits, and some of the classic cocktails that... Um, that had been made over the last couple of hundred years. So starting with brandy, especially cognac. Cognac is of course the great brandy of France and it's been used in a lot of cocktails um, and some of them extremely high quality associated with the prestige of cognac. But there's also some uh, amusing cocktails as well such as the corpse reviver which is seen as a hair of the dog pick-me-up. And this is a mixture of equal parts brandy, apple jack, which is um, apple brandy in the US, and also sweet vermouth. So vermouth is an extremely important um, component of a cocktail, something that can of course be drunk on its own. But the classic uh, vermouth such as dolan for dry vermouth and antica formula for sweet vermouth are usually used for cocktails and these are aromatized fortified wines. So the wines which have a high alcohol spirit added to it and then they will be aromatized with different herbs and spices and botanicals to give the wines the spirits more flavor. And whether you want to use dry vermouth or sweet vermouth really depends on your, um, your taste. Even a dry vermouth is going to be quite sweet. Another classic is Sidecar, and this was created in the early 1900s in Paris at Harry's New York Bar, which is a legendary Parisian bar responsible for the creation of some classic cocktails. And this was named after a patron of the bar who would always arrive at the bar in a chauffeur-driven motorbike sidecar. 
And this has a perfect balance between strong flavours, sweet flavours and sour flavours. And the way to make a sidecar is to rub the rim of the glass with a lemon wedge and then rim it with sugar. So the way you do that is you turn the, uh, the glass upside down, put it in some sugar, take it off and the sugar will stick to the glass because of the, um, the lemon. And then this, the ingredients for the sidecar are one and a half ounces of cognac, which is just less than 50 millilitres, three quarters of an ounce of Cointreau, and then the same amount of fresh lemon juice. So Cointreau is the orange-flavoured um, liqueur. And then you add a twist of lemon peel into the sidecar. Another um, cocktail which goes back quite a way is the Stinger, which dates back to Prohibition, and this is when the Creme de Menthe was used to mask the low-quality brandy. And Creme de Menthe is quite an acquired taste because it's so minty, and the Stinger is a good indication of whether you'd like Creme de Menthe or not. And this is, this is often used as a good nightcap. And this will be an equal mixture of brandy and Creme de Menthe, um, modern takes will lessen the amount of creme de menthe and increase the amount of brandy because nowadays brandy will be much higher quality and also people may not want that really strong minty taste. Another great base spirit is pisco and pisco rather than being drunk on its own is often drunk as part of the pisco sour and this is one and a half ounces pisco with three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice and then a quarter ounce of simple syrup. So syrups are another important ingredient in cocktails, and these can be very simple to make. You can buy them, but they're so easy to make, you really should make them on your own. And a simple syrup is simply made by adding equal parts water and sugar, and boiling the water and sugar until the sugar has dissolved. Great for um, adding to cocktails just to give them a little body and a little bit of sweetness as well. Another um, actually non-spirit based drink is sparkling wine, which is great for cocktails. Uh, Bellini is a famous example. The sh classic champagne cocktail is a, a great way of drinking and enjoying champagne. And this here is simply you get your flute, add a sugar cube, put in a few dashes of Angostura bitters, which we discussed in the previous episode, and then pour champagne over the um, sugar cube and angostura just adds a bit of sweetness to the champagne and also you've got the, the bitter flavor to it as well a very easy drink to make another one that's quite easy to make is the french 75 another a cocktail invented at harry's new york bar in paris and this is a combination of gin with a little bit of lemon juice and a teaspoon of sugar and then again you pour the champagne over it and that the dryness of the gin and the botanicals of the gin really work well with the champagne with the sugar just making sure it's not too dry so moving on to a gin which the french 75 is has we have the gimlet, which was invented in the 19th century and given to uh, British sailors to avoid scurvy. So it's actually seen as a healthy drink to have. And this was a combination of gin and roses lime juice. And roses lime juice was created for this drink. Uh, so it's not fresh lime juice. This is something that can be transported on ship and then used as part of the gimlet. And then there'll be a lime wedge dropped into the gimlet. Another classic cocktail for gin is martini lots of variations of the martini so you can really make it how you like the big question is whether it should be shaken or stirred james bond said shaken i personally prefer stirred then you really just allow the the um the combination of the flavors to come together in a much more subtle way the classic martini is two ounces gin with half an ounce of dry vermouth and a twist of lemon how dry or sweet you want your martini to be really depends on the vermouth that you're using. So a perfect martini for example has two ounces of gin and half an ounce of dry vermouth and half an ounce of sweet vermouth, this time with a slice of orange. So that makes it less dry. 
a dirty martini, we'll have two ounces of gin and half an ounce of extra dry vermouth, and then half an ounce of brine from the cocktail olives. You can also have a naked martini, which is, which is basically just gin. Um, and so there's that fashion for um, making it as dry as possible with just using gin. So lots of different variants. And then there's the vodka martini as well, which replaces gin, and which is going to have less flavour and more of the flavour coming from the vermouth. And then there's the Negroni, which apparently was requested by Count Camillo Negroni from uh, Florence, who um, wanted to have gin in his Americano. And the Negroni is an equal amount of gin, Campari, so the bitter amaro that we discussed in the previous episode, and sweet vermouth. And it can be topped up with club sol soda, if it's in a, in a highball glass. Or it can be served up, which means in a classic cocktail glass like a martini, which I... Um, I prefer with for the Negroni, and you can have this variants of the Negroni. I prefer using Punti Mess instead of Campari because it's not as bitter. Rum has uh, few, quite a few cocktails, and it's usually white rum that is used because it's um, easier to mix with other drinks. The Daiquiri is a famous Cuban cocktail made from uh, light rum. It's two ounces light rum with an ounce of fresh lime juice and half an ounce of simple syrup. Lots of variations on the daiquiri, but that's the classic version. Then there's also the mojito, which uh, Ernest Hemingway was a huge fan of, another Cuban cocktail, which is um, made by getting some fresh lime juice, a tablespoon of sugar, uh, super fine sugar, and then six to eight fresh mint leaves. And these will be put into the glass, the tumbler, and they'll be muddled. So a muddler is a wooden stick which you use to mix those ingredients together to get the sugar and the lime juice and the mint leaves all into one solution. And then you uh, put ice into the glass, pour some light rum, and then also some chilled club soda as well to give it some fizz and spritz. Very refreshing on a hot summer's day. Tequila is a great base for cocktails. The classic te uh, tequila cocktail is, of course, margarita. No one's quite sure how or when it was invented or by whom it was invented. Probably in the 1940s, when Mexican culture was extremely popular in the States. So there's lots of different stories. The way the margarita is made is that you have a margarita glass, which is uh, slightly unusually shaped, kind of like a tulip. You rub the rim of the glass with a wedge of lime, rim it with salt, and then fill the glass with ice. And then in a cocktail shaker, shake half, one and a half ounces of tequila, one and a half ounces of fresh lime juice, and an ounce of Cointreau. Pour it into the glass with a wedge of lime. Lots of uh, variations of the margarita. One of my favourites is the Cadillac, which is made up of Reposado instead of Blanco tequila, and also Grand Marnier instead of Cointreau, but still with the lime juice as well. It's a little darker and a little richer than a margarita. Vodka, of course, is a great base for cocktails because it's so neutral. One of the most famous is the Bloody Mary, which is seen as a hangover cure. There's probably no truth to that, simply the hair of the dog. And this is a mixture of vodka, tomato juice, horseradish, Tabasco, and Worcestershire sauce. And so this will be quite spicy and quite fiery, which is why it's quite good as a pick-me-up, because those spices will kind of wake you up. And then there's also the Moscow Mule, very important for the promotion of vodka after the Second World War, a mixture of uh, ginger beer and lime juice as well as vodka, really got people drinking vodka, and also the vodka martini as a replacement for gin. And then finally there's whiskey, which has some of the uh, most famous cocktails in the States, the Manhattan, created in 1874 at the Manhattan Club for the Churchill family. And... Um, what the Manhattan tastes like all depends on the choice of whiskey, which whiskey you prefer, which style, is it rye, is it bourbon, is it wheat whiskey, also which brand of whiskey, that, might, that depends on your choice, it depends on the bartender, you might ask the bartender which whiskey you'd like. Um, originally it was rye whiskey, 
and it'll be two ounces of whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of sweet vermouth with some Angostura bitters and a maraschino cherry. And there are lots of variations of the Manhattan, especially according to the choice of whiskey. The Old Fashioned was created in the late 1800s in Kentucky, where of course lots of whiskey is made. And this uh, is made with a sugar cube saturated with Angostura bitters. And then you add some lemon zest, some orange slice and cherry, and you muddle them all together. And then you pour ice over that. And then it's uh, two and a quarter ounces of bourbon poured over with the option of including club soda as well. And then finally we have the Sazerac, which is arguably the first crafted cocktail, the first cocktail to be deliberately made as a recipe. And this was made by a man called Pecho in New Orleans, which is really the heart of cocktail culture. And this is made with um, a teaspoon of perno, two ounces traditionally of cognac, though now a lot of whiskey is used instead, and then three to four dashes of Pecho's bitters, which were specially created for this cocktail, and that's generally what they are used for. So lots of different cocktails, those are just some of the classic ones, obviously there's lots of variations not just on those classic cocktails but in modern inventions and also something that you can just play around with at home just according to your desires, what you like. So thank you for listening, this is Matthew and this has been Matthew's World of Wine and Drink.